Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics on a Wednesday morning and have a quick video today because we do have earnings out from Fortuna Silver where they had a great third quarter and came back with record production and some strong financial results. So wanted to walk you through the highlights of what Fortuna recorded in the third quarter where they had net income of $27.5 million at $0.09 cents per share which is compared to 3.1 million or one cent per share from the second quarter of this year. Adjusted net income of 29.6 million at 10 cents per share compared to two and a half million and a cent per share in the second quarter. Adjusted EBITDA of 104.6 million, which was up from 44.4 million in the second quarter. Net cash from operating activities came in at 106.5 million. Free cash flow, 70 million compared to 44.2 and 9.5 million in the second quarter. Fortuna also did pay down $40 million of debt in its revolving credit facility in the quarter, leaving them with a total net debt of 133.4 million. And their liquidity as of the end of the quarter was 162.3 million compared to 97.9 at the end of Q2. In terms of production, the gold production was 94,821 ounces, up from 64,348. Silver production up to 1.68 million ounces compared to 1.262 in the second quarter for a gold equivalent production of 128,671 ounces, which was up from 93,454. The consolidated cash costs per ounce were down to 814 from 968 last quarter, and all in sustaining costs also dropped significantly, coming down from 1799 to 1312, which was the first full reporting quarter for the Seguela mine in Cote d'Ivoire, which obviously had quite an impact. And let us take a look through some of the details, including a comment from Jorge Ganoza, who is the president and CEO. And he mentions that Fortuna delivered record production and financial results. The reduction in the all and sustaining cost of 1312, which was largely driven by Seguela's all and sustaining cost of $788 per ounce and higher gold production at the Yaramoko mine, which was a result of new high-grade zones. And he goes on further to mention that as we shift from a two-year capital-intensive phase to strong free cash flow generation, we will prioritize strengthening our balance sheet through debt reduction and advancing high-value opportunities in the exploration portfolio. They do have 11 drill rigs turning, including three at the Diamba Sud project that they acquired from Chesser Resources in Senegal, which again did close in the third quarter. As I mentioned before, the quarter came in with a $27.5 million net income compared to a $3.7 million loss in the second quarter. And after adjusting for non-cash and non-recurring items, adjusted net income was $29.6 million compared to $2.9 million in that second quarter, which was driven by increased gold sales, higher realized gold and silver prices, and lower costs per gold equivalent ounce. Again, the main drivers were the first full quarter of production at Seguela, higher grades at Yaramoko, which was partially offset by lower gold sales volume at Lindero, based on lower grades in line with the mine plan. In the quarter, they had realized gold and silver prices of 1925 on the gold side, 2370 per ounce on the silver side, which was higher than the 1718 and 1920 prices in the third quarter of last year. 
In the third quarter, they did have a higher interest expense of $5.7 million as the interest costs are no longer being capitalized in the quarter. And there was also lower depletion at Seguela, which is expected to increase in the coming quarters. GNA expenses in the third quarter came in at $14.6 million, which was higher than what they saw in 2022 as Seguela transitioned to operations and costs are no longer being capitalized. As I mentioned before, net cash generated by operations increased from $41.6 million to $106.5 million. And the income tax paid in the third quarter came in at $3.2 million, which was $5.6 million lower than Q3 2022, as no income tax was paid at Seguela, although they will begin incurring income taxes there in the fourth quarter of 2023 and paying that tax in 2024. Capital expenditures came in at $37 million, which the breakdown includes $30.6 million in sustaining capital and exploration and $4 million of non-sustaining exploration. And again, the free cash flow for the quarter was $70 million compared to $34 million in the third quarter of 2022. And the all-in sustaining cost did come down quite a bit to $13.12 per ounce compared to $14.31 per ounce in the third quarter of 2022 which was driven by a decrease of $67 in cash cost per ounce to 814 and lower capital cost driven by higher volume. In terms of the mine breakdown at Lindero in Argentina, they placed 1,467,000 tons of ore on the heap leach pad, average gold grade of 0.62 grams per ton for estimated 29,068 ounces of gold with the gold production coming in at 20,933 ounces for a decrease of 30%, which was driven by the lower head grade in accordance with the mining sequence and mineral reserves, where they had a stripping ratio of 1.1 to 1, which was 59% lower than the second quarter and is expected to continue declining through the end of the year. And the higher stripping of waste in the first nine months will allow them to have improved access to the higher grade material and they anticipate approximately 1.6 million tons going to the leach pad at a higher grade of 0.67 grams per ton. Cash cost per ounce there were 988 compared to 772 in last year's third quarter. Again, that was due to the lower head grades in line with the mine plan and was partially offset by lower processing costs. All in sustaining went up to 1611 compared with 1159 last year. And the increased CapEx was driven by the development of phase two of the leach pad and capitalized stripping. And the leach pad expansion is approximately 13% complete and remains on schedule for completion during the second half of 2022. At Yeramoko, they came back with 34,036 ounces of gold in the third quarter, average head grade of 7.72%, which respectively came in at 25 and 24% increases compared to Q3 2022. And the increased production came from higher average grades and greater widths of mineralization, which has led Fortuna to increase guidance up to 110 to 120,000 ounces above the previous guidance of 92 to 102,000 ounces, as gold production for the first nine months is now already up to 89,476 ounces. Cash costs at Yeramoko were 752 compared to 934 last year again, based on the higher production and improved head grades. And all in sustaining came down from 1630 to 1211, 
and they did have a higher sustaining capital due to a more intensive mine development. And during the fourth quarter, they will continue drilling on the western portion of Zone 55 as they test for up and down dip continuity of the recently discovered extensions to the resource boundary. And of course, at Seguela, where they had their first gold pour back at the end of May, they are now in full production there and in position to achieve the midpoint of the 60 to 75,000 ounce guidance range in the second half of 2023. They mined a total of 502,000 tons of ore coming in at 3.48 grams per ton with an estimated 56,136 ounces from the antenna pit where they had a strip ratio of 2.3 to 1. Cash cost came in at $397 per ounce, primarily due to the higher head grades and lower energy and diesel consumption. And the all-in sustaining cost came in at $788, which was below plan. And the sustaining capital was primarily mine development with the first stage of grade control drilling completed at Ancien, where the results are being processed Construction of the access road is scheduled to begin this quarter, and at the Kuala deposit, initial grade control drilling should be completed early this quarter. Over at San Jose, they produced 1.372 million ounces of silver, head grade of 189 grams per ton, and 8,205 ounces of gold at a head grade of 1.14 grams per ton which was a decrease relative to 2022, driven by a declining grade profile of the mineral reserves in the mine plan. And the plant milled 247,000 tons of ore at an average of 2845 tons per day, in line with the plan for this period. Gold production at San Jose expected to fall below the annual guidance range of 34 to 37,000 ounces, which is due to the legal union blockade that shut the mine down for a couple weeks in the second quarter, although they remain online to meet silver guidance in the range of 5.3 to 5.8 million ounces. The all-in sustaining cost of silver equivalent was up to $18.04 per ounce compared to $14.23 in the third quarter of 2022, which was a result of a higher cash cost, lower production, and lower equivalent silver ounces, although offset slightly by lower CapEx and lower worker costs. Although one of the highlights at San Jose was the discovery of the Yesi vein, where they intersected 1,299 grams per ton silver equivalent over 9.9 meters and 621 grams per ton silver equivalent over 5 meters, where drilling is underway from both surface and underground to define the extent and geometry of the discovery, as mineralization remains open along strike to the north and south and at depth. And lastly, at Kaioma, they produced 308,000 2021 ounces of silver, 10.3 million pounds of lead, 14 million pounds of zinc, and the silver production was 6% higher than the third quarter of 2022, while lead and zinc production were up by 14 and 18% due to positive grade reconciliation to the reserve model and higher grades. All-in sustaining cost of the silver equivalent did rise to 21.14 compared to 15.66 per ounce in 2022, and the capital cost at Kaioma consisted of underground development in mine levels 15, 16, and 18, while the increase in brownfields expenditure was due to additional long-haul drilling. But overall, a really strong quarter for Fortuna. Nice to see the impact of Seguela finally kicking in, and I will leave the link to this press release in the description field below. Of note, there is also going to be an investor call with Fortuna tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern, and followed by that, we will have Jorge Ganoza 
Bub Fortuna joining us on the show for a live call at 4 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, November 9th. So congratulations to Fortuna on a strong quarter and starting to see the effects of their massive project at Seguela now coming into fruition. So hope to see you tomorrow for our call with Jorge. And thanks for checking in as always. And I will see you then.